Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right. Whether they're an Ed or a Steve from Be My Yoko Ono to leave, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He doesn't hesitate to celebrate. It's my co-host, Evan. Hell no, I'm not asking for attention from my co-host, Saker. <laughs> I just give it to you freely. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to ask. Yeah, I that's lavish what, that's you. What friendship is. Lavish you with constant <laughs> attention. <laughs> Should be 24-7 attention. Though, to be fair, mine is accurate too. You don't hesitate to celebrate. As huh. evidenced by the 16 hours of drinking that you just yeah, got I'm, done doing. I don't know where to start or where to begin, my friend. <laughs> where to start or where to begin. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm getting too old for 16 hours of constant drinking. It wasn't a uh, a situation where you got pulled out of retirement unwillingly. This I mean, was it, all willing. Yeah, two years of COVID really uh, got my... Uh, yeah, alcoholism. Down. It wetted your, it really, uh, your <laughs> alcoholism palate. <laughs> yeah, I really, I can't. I just can't do it like I used to, my friend. Sure. Yeah. Who? Who amongst us? Whomst? Should cast the first. <laughs> Don't live in a glass house. That's oh. all I know about that. Uh, just got back from the Viking Fest yesterday, yes, yes. where we and a bunch of friends uh, ballied about in a field. <laughs> what does that term mean? Ballied to bally about. Never heard it before. You have to. Is it a Bally, thing I just Scandin- made up? Bally Scandinavian was a fitness club in Youngstown. <laughs> That's the only time I remember from Bally. <laughs> Wait, to Bally, Bally's is a, I think it's more than just a fitness club, right? I'm sure it's a word. You used it in a context. Okay. I mean, even if it's not a real word, it is now, right? Well, listen, I actually can't find anything bandy about, I've heard. Maybe I was thinking Perambulate? <laughs> Ramble? <laughs> Glandy. Glandy. Glanded on my head is... I'm going to be glanding on my head. That is, oh my that is on his head. That is glanding. Welcome back, everyone. I know. It's been a month. Although you had a little break. I've been tossing in those little tiny uh, snacky episodes. Oh, have you? I haven't been paying attention. Oh, yeah. You don't listen to the podcast anymore? You and everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> You've given up? I think we've all given up. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, eventually, I think yeah, this podcast ends with a whimper, like a Kev, a Kev song. All things must die. Um, I think it's easier for people to catch up if they need to catch up. I think some people hesitated on listening to the ending because they were sad for it to end. Uh, but now that we're doing just one episode. That's why I still haven't watched the last episode of Malcolm in the Middle. That's a really Brian str- Cranston. Did it make you sad? Too? I don't know. At the time, it was it was important to me because I'd watched <laughs> the whole thing. I, I don't remember why, but I'm like, I'm just not going to watch the last episode. I don't get people like you because there's such an emotional catharsis. If you watch the whole thing, you should be ready to see these characters. Normally, I do. I don't uh-huh. know why I didn't watch the last episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Uh-huh. I, I, there's like one show that I have done That's that for, and it is Malcolm in the Middle, and I don't know why. Have you ever heard, what's the what's Malcolm's name? Malcolm Jamal Warner. That's correct. <laughs> Malcolm Jamal Warner. Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. He became a race car man. Yeah, and he got race car brain. He got race car brain, which is a disease you get. And what? he's forgotten all of his time on yeah, Malcolm. And Brian Cranston comes and like reads to him or something. It's <laughs> like bedtime stories. I don't know, man. Is this real? Yeah. Brian Cranston like goes and visits him and like talks about their time together. He's like, yeah, I spend you know a day a month with Frankie Muniz because he was so, I mean, you know. I was sort of a father figure to him on the set and whatnot, and so That's Brian bizarre. Cranston feels kind of paternal to him. Wow, God, is Frankie uh, Muniz in a bad way? I mean, he, is he sick or he just he forgets got a, Malcolm in the middle? He got traumatic brain injury. Well, yeah, but you could still be okay. I mean, is probably he the fact that he's a multi-million dollar yeah, multi-millionaire helps. probably helps a lot. Wait, do you think Frankie Muniz is still a multi-millionaire? He hasn't done anything in since Malcolm in the Middle, which is not 
crazily syndicated, right? I mean, it was a big show, though, at the time, right? Yeah, did, it And was. he also did, like, Agent Cody Banks. Remember that one? No. And, oh, and yes, I sort of do. Was he also do. in Blank Check? Was that uh, the one? No, I don't think he was oh, in Blank was, Check. That uh, was Jonathan Chaler Chamas? No, it was neither of those people. It was uh, some uh, third child. Hold on. It was, like, an unknown, I think. Black Check? Black Check. Is that, a, uh, is that the, the, uh, the Black Mirror episode? It was uh, Brian Bonsall. Brian Bonsoni. Who, of course, uh, was uh, wow. the son of Worf and Keller on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, Alexander. Alexander Rosenko. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's the guy from Blake Jack. I know exactly who he is. <laughs> of course you do. Did you ever go into a uh, um, nude hot bath with your Beta Z godmother? <laughs> Brother, <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I was in a nude hot bath with my Beta like, please, cuck please, mother. Waxana, don't take my son into naked hot tubs with adults. Yeah. I'm going to do that, though. That's what uh, she said. That's because you're not Because you weren't home. Can I give you a little trivia fact about Blank Check? Please. It had a different name in the UK. Okay, can I guess? Yeah, I want you to. It's called uh, Embarque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask you <laughs> Uh, it's called Gaston L'Edition, s'il vous plaît. Is it, is it just check but spelled with a Q-U-E at the end? That is 100% correct. Yes, it's blank check, uh, which is a good name for that movie. Um, I do love one of my favorite posters. The Canadians spell it that way, too, I bet. Uh, I'll bet they... They, they do the British U's, like the color, with, it, the, with the O-U and the end of color say... and favor. It only says, in the United Kingdom, released as blank check. It doesn't say in Canada, and you think that it would. Um a lot of folks in blank check who are really uh, cool people who I now recognize. <laughs> the guy from RoboCop uh, is in blank check, and Tone Loke is in it, apparently. Oh, Tone Loke. Wow, we need to rewatch blank check, bud. <laughs> okay, add it to the fucking list of things we're going to do. Gladly. Um, okay. Oh, my goodness. What? In recent years, the appropriateness of a scene depicting a kiss between Preston and Shay near the end of the film has been called into a question, particularly with Shay's job as an agent with the FBI. Brian Bonsall was 13 at the time of filming, while Karen Duffy was 31. What is going on? <laughs> they, they kiss at the end? That's fucking weird. Hmm. What a strange choice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't remember the plot. Is it, do you think, like, staged like they well, have to... he's like a millionaire. This is like a Richie Rich scenario. Oh, do you think she was just trying to get with him? Yeah, obviously. I mean, wow. FBI agents don't make a lot of money. What and, a gold you know, digger. A-cab, yeah. right? So right. <laughs> she's trying to get out of there. She always wanted just to be a housewife, and the best way to meet good husbands is in the force. Sure, absolutely. Get out there, whatever your purpose. You want to get hit? Marry a cop. That's not bad. Um... Well, in any case, how do we get from Viking Fest to Blank Check? I don't remember. How do we get anywhere? This is where our listeners come from. This is where our listeners come from. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It's only going to be about, I would say, probably 20 more of these episodes, and then we'll have a new Bernicke Ladies album. Do you think in the next two years? No, I bet two or three. Three years? Yeah. Okay, maybe 36 or so episodes of our stupid show. <laughs> Sacred Evan's stupid show. <laughs> Should we change the title to Sacred Evan's stupid show while we're on these? Probably get more... Uh, it's not a bad title. Our listeners. Yeah. Okay. Well, shall we get to the content of our stupid show? Yeah. Okay. okay great. <laughs> listeners, this week, we are doing a, a double header, which we rarely do. We're going to talk about Way of the Heart and Landed on My Head, both of the B-sides from, de sorry, Detour Deforce. We were called out by a fan. Ev does an interview. Ev. Uh, Ed does an interview where he says, "You know, some of our uh, some of our critics say uh, 
that the album is uh, is Detour de Force. Have you ever heard the word detour before? It's detour de force. And I, I would say that we are amongst those people. We've always said detour de force. But it's also a pun. So it should be able like tour de force. Right. So you can say, you should be able to say it either way because it's a fucking pun, Ed. Yeah. That's the point. It's a fucking pun. It's true. But So you could say detour de force or you could say detour de force because tour de force is what they're playing off of. But a, but a detour is nothing. I kind of see where he's coming from. Right, but <laughs> detour de force in general is nothing. It That's may, it's true. Not, it's not an idiom. It's a huge detour. A detour de force. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm siding with Ed Robertson on this one, which I rarely do. All right. You we fucked up a, for a cheating home record. You go ahead. <laughs> we were supposed to stop mentioning that. Oh, well, you know, you can't unwrite history. Well, Natalie forgave it. It's him. a mystery. <laughs> I forget what Duck the rest of oh. <laughs> uh, Natalie forgave him, and so should we. Okay, I mean, I forgive him. I just don't want to. I don't want to take you his, forgive. I don't take his. You don't forget. Yeah, I don't want to take his word as canon. Okay. Even though, I mean, because Ty came up with it. I want to hear what Ty has to say. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get him on this motherfucking yeah, show. Ask him. I will ask him. But see, the problem is, most people are like, oh, Sundays. You record on Sun. <laughs> like I'm available at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. Sure, everyone we try to get is like church crowd. <laughs> they are, they are, they're godly people, especially Tyler. Tyler Stewart, he's the godliest of them all. Yeah, he feels like somebody who's gonna like drink a fifth of vodka on Saturday night, yep. still get up in time for church. Yep, with his little pencil tie and his like his tweed jacket. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you have that many sins to confess, <laughs> you need to go to church. I gotta get to the fucking <laughs> confessional. That's he's, he's just sitting. He sits in the closest, <laughs> closest pew to the confessional. Immediately. And he's like, God, fuck, I hate this fucking thing. Come on, come on, come on, get in the fucking booth, bet. First in line. Vicar, get in the booth. And then he begs to die every Sunday afternoon before he can rack up more sins. He just, what if you I'm die? Clean, I'm clean. If you die on a Saturday before you confess, do you go to hell? I mean, it depends on how many sins you've accumulated during the week. It's only the Catholic, like. But what if I did a really bad sin on Saturday and I died? Then you go to hell. But if I did a really bad sin and then I confessed on Sunday, I go to heaven? Yeah, that's how Catholicism works. It's like a fucking <laughs> indulgence. They got in trouble for that, where they were selling indulgences back in the Middle Ages. That's where Protestantism came from, because they didn't like the way that people can were handling it. It's just wild that, like, Sunday morning, I should go on a fucking bender and do all the naughty things. Yeah, you can just shoot somebody on the way to fucking church, and as long as you confess, you're good. Damn, dude. Well, I mean, you have to do your penance, too. Right. I gotta say my Hail Marys. You gotta say your Hail Marys. What if I'm in the middle of my Hail Marys and I have a heart attack? You fucked. That's it? That's it. There's no middle ground. No. Religion is difficult. I know. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if anybody pointed that out before. <laughs> religion I mean, religion, seems... it's a good fucking ga- game if you can get it, right? Like, it... It, like cavemen are sitting in their fucking wooden houses or caves and shit, and the guy, one guy's like, hmm, what if there was... I'm a wizard, guys. And they're like, oh, wizard, what, what can you do? I don't know. Uh, sunrises. There we go. I did it. <laughs> that was me. That was me. And they're like, oh, fuck. It's like, yeah, I got magic powers. You better give me some food. <laughs> like, okay, we'll go out and do our jobs. You just sit right here and keep doing magic. A very good racket. Yeah, also, um, if you, you know, want to, like, have sex with women and stuff, I, I got to, you know, bless your union. And also, when you die, I'm going to put you in the ground or burn you or whatever we do. I, I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm going to go talk to God. Because yeah, I, t- I talked to God, by the way. <laughs> He's got some bad There's a lot of say. them. There's a lot of them. A lot of I, I feel like I'm going to winnow that down, but we got a lot of gods right now. Sure, right. <laughs> We're going to get to one eventually, but I can't I can't just pick one. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, Yeah, boy, oh boy. To be the first guy who came up with lying, 
Wasn't that a movie? Like the first yeah, cave? Yeah, that was a. It was. What fucking movie was that? It was the invention of lying or something with the uh, the guy I hate, Steve British, Carell. the British guy. Close. <laughs> the, the guy who played Steve Carell's character in the British. Office. Oh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, he's a fucker. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm for sure. Real. In in real life too, I've never read anything about him, but he seems like a real piece of shit. Oh yeah, he's an edge lord. Uh, uh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, but yeah, he was. I think the the that guy. Is he, that a movie about cavemen? No, it's a movie about a guy who invents lying in a society where they can only tell the truth. Oh, add it to the list, please. No, I do not want to watch. <laughs> Let's do that. a doubleheader blank check of the invention of lying. That sounds like fun. Uh, anyway. We got to get to our oh, The invention of dying would be good, too. Shit. Oh, shit. What just happened to that guy? <laughs> First person to think up and die. Everybody was immortal. Well, I mean, one guy here's was like, the thing. Like, people died, but like, there has to be some point in human history where we conceptualize death, right? Like, I like, think the death first as time a, a guy died, we conceptualized but, death. Like, animals die. And like, you know, when when Shadow and Little Bit saw... Oh. Oh, Shadow. <laughs> Saw a Frankenstein or whatever. <laughs> they didn't even give a shit. Elephants understood, though. But sure. So, like, there's, a, there's, a, there's some inflection point between dogs and elephants. Right. And at some point in our, like, evolution, where we became, like, Homo erectus, Homo habilis, like, Neanderthal, et cetera, et cetera, we, we hit that point. Like, Neanderthals probably mourned the dead. I think we have, like, cave paintings and shit from them talking sure. about dead people. So, like, there is some point where, because, like, I don't know, like, do chimps mourn the dead? I don't know. That's they a, probably do. I would imagine. They're pretty so smart. They're like, so, like, you know, there's a, like, some simian point. But, like, rhesus monkeys don't give a shit about death. So, when we were smarter than dogs, but yes. not quite as smart as elephants, that's where we want to hit that point in our evolution. Yeah, so there's some point. There has to be some point where the first person died and the first person, the other person recognized it. Like, oh, shit. So, you think there was a point where people were dying and other people were just kept walking? Yeah, they didn't give a shit. Right? They didn't, like, shake them. They didn't. Because even then, we were tribal. Like, they knew that they were right, part. Right, so, but, but before that, even. Like, okay, before we were tribal. Because monkeys are tribal, right? And they don't necessarily recognize, like, death as a thing. Like, they don't mourn their dead. Yeah. We're making a lot of assumptions here. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they very well could. They and I am not going... I'll Google blank check. I'll Google Frankie Muniz <laughs> net worth, which I forgot to check. But... <laughs> Does Frankie Muniz mourn the dead? <laughs> Does Frankie Muniz have enough understanding after his race car brain <laughs> to mourn it? When, when Brian Cranston dies... Do you think Frankie Muniz oh will give a... I don't think Frankie Muniz will even understand that. He'll sniff his body and then just keep moving along. <laughs> Didn't just even give like a shit. little bit. Shadow and little bit. This is Frankie Muniz. Marcus Aurelius. 30 million, which cannot be right. Well, I mean, he's probably. So. I guess he, if he invested well. I mean, he was in a hit movie. Yeah. He was in a hit show. Yeah. And then he was a race car driver. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And I mean, he probably made, I don't know. 20 million and then he just put it in a low uh, low yield interest bond and then sure. you know made 30 million yeah that's how you do it with millions okay i'm told interesting as a thousandaire i can uh <laughs> i can speak to millionaires he only got two million dollars for agent cody banks and then he got five million for agent cody banks to destination london which was released in london as agent cody banks <laughs> to <laughs> edit a q in there for some reason um Way of the heart. heart. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so this one is a tricky one because it's actually not even commercially available anywhere besides for... You're only going to hear it here. The Detour de Force B-side, uh, or the Detour de Force vinyl. Uh, it was sent to us by listener Jamie, one Thank of you, our Jamie. bestest friends. Thank you. You're a good person. Uh, and uh, here's I a little... absolve your sins, Jamie. Ah, uh, ego te absolvo. Ego te absolvo. Uh, here is... I absolve your waffle. Uh, um, <laughs> here is a clip... Lego my sins. Am I right? I <laughs> got it. Here's a clip from Way of the Heart. If the way of the heart 
is a better way. Let the way of the heart show us the way. From over here to over there, to everywhere. Let the beautiful. Way you heard that clip, you heard the entire song. Truly, there's nothing else to say about Way like, of Mars. I feel like Kev was making up the lyrics as he went along. Very, very possible. I'm going to bring up the lyrics now because they're uh, they're only available to me through this email. They're not even available online anywhere. Yeah, I had to write them down with my hand. Ooh, why didn't you use a printer machine? Because I didn't want to waste ink. You, I'd rather waste time. Do it your job. I don't go to work anymore. Oh, are you still in not yeah. in the office? Man. Lucky. I don't know where to start or where bastard. to begin. No, Jesus. yeah, I was, uh, everybody else is back in and they, uh, my boss wanted, well, I told my boss I wanted to stay home. He's like, okay, so they put somebody <laughs> who bears, like needs watching in my office. Oh my God. Like somebody they're about to, fi- they're trying to fire. So sure. they're putting them right oh, by the boss. So the boss is getting, yeah. Okay. Well, Jabo te absolvo. Good job. Good so on you. Like, you need to stay home for a couple more weeks till we fire this guy. Incredible. Oh, but you will have to. I'm like, to. don't let him touch my stuff, though. <laughs> Is he in your office? He's in my office. Oofy. All he right. He gets a look at my, like, Calhoun ravenous picture. What, uh, what Funko Pop do you have on your desk? I have a picture. Uh, I have a little, like, um, 3D printed version of myself in Starfleet uniform. Really? <laughs> yeah. The A red shirt. But I wouldn't be a red shirt. I'd be a yellow shirt. But, um. Yeah, like a like command staff. Cool. He's my uh like ideal self. Why do you think you wouldn't be a red shirt? Because I don't you like. You think you're too important. I, I don't want to be a manager. No, red shirts are good in the in this next generation. Red oh. shirt, red shirts command. I see. Yellow is like engineering. I thought red shirts were the ones that died. In the old series. Okay, got they it. They switch the colors. It's a tricky. It's a tricky thing. I see. They're trying to trick you. Okay, but blue shirts are the best. Blue shirts are medical. Oh, they are. Yeah. Wait, who's the? Oh, yellow's the. Yellow's engineering. Like like technical staff. Okay, all right. Who's the top guy? Red. Okay. Picard wears a red shirt. Wow, they flipped it all around. Because mm-hmm. he wow it used to be that red was shitty, yellow was the Jonathan best. Jonathan Frakes wears a red shirt. Wow, and Frakes never dies. Frakes never dies. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> way of the heart. Because <laughs> I've got way. Way of the, the heart, heart has that good. Tell you what, what helps it. Is that good, good vinyl hiss that Jamie left on the track for us? Yeah. Oh, do you think he added that in in post? I think he must have. Yeah, it sounds like little good. Crackles. It, it fits with Kev's whole aesthetic. It, it's this whole thing sounds like a rainy Tuesday. It does, like rainy Tuesday at Kevin's house. Yeah, yeah. It's, My dinner with Kev. Oh man, a movie I've always meant to see but never have. Can we add it to the list? Can we do a triple <laughs> triple header? Um. It's just, we've got a simple piano line for the first little bit, and then it transforms into kind of a classic Brandon Ladies prom song, right? Just sort of uh, like slow, plodding. Uh, plodding. Like the second piano solo. Yeah. I was a little bit, uh, like, it kind of rambles, man. A boy does it ever, yeah. How long? Do you remember how long this song it's is? It's not that long, it's but f- it felt I think forever. it's almost four minutes long. Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's there's a natural cutting off point in the song at like two and a half minutes where like before you get into that next verse, you could have been like, let's get out. Let's do this a quick one. But of course, Kev had to get his signature ending in there where he just what does he uh, repeat? Repeats, Show us all the way five times. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You cannot it cannot be a Kev song. I mean, if you're going to rhyme something with way, make sure it's way and, Ab- do, and do it 15 times. The classic Cliff B, if you're listening right now, it's the classic Cliff B. Show us all the way. 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 
Yeah, boy, that sucks ass. There's not a whole lot that's enjoyable about this song. The piano's cute. Like, it's like a... Yeah. If the lyrics... If the, if you took the lyrics out and he was just like... Schnubby, schnubby, yummy. Like, just making, just making Kev noise. It reminded me a lot of uh, um, Scatland. Interesting. By the Scatman himself. Yes, yes. We're, How so? Well, because Scatland is just a song about this place where he wanted to live, where everybody is, has the mind of a child and are yes. really happy. And that just, it's its empty. It's an empty thing. Like, nobody believes in corruption. Government <laughs> doesn't exist in Scatland. Everyone has the mind of a child. Scatman. You meant thematically. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah. you meant musically. This oh, no, feels musically. like Scatland. No, 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 it doesn't feel like Scatland. <laughs> it doesn't feel like anything to me musically. Um, let's talk lyrically about this song because we're Can talking we? about. Yeah. What? What is the way of the heart? <laughs> we don't really ever nail down what well, the fuck we're talking the thing, about. Saker, the way of the heart is a way uh-huh. um, that you use your heart to do. Okay, um, it's the way of the mind. Wait, the way of the mind is okay, right? But if I'm going to show you the In way, uh, a way, yeah, I'm going to show you the way of the heart. Really? Yeah, and you'll find. Um, also, I don't know if you know that there's a park. Um, where people's names are carved sure. in the way. Okay, and what do you do there? Um, the road that you walk on is paved in gold. It's always summer. They <laughs> never, never get gets old. cold. Oh, okay. Never get old. Uh, yeah. Never get old does, and gray. Does it have something to do with music? Because it talks about speaking in a language that everyone understands. And then what he says, and belief, he's like, he says, we, we speak in a language we all understand. Yeah. And then he says a word after that. I think it's in melodies. Oh, okay. Because I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Because it sounded like he, we all speak in a language. Understand the language is Embelese. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very mushmouth. Yeah. yeah. Far away land, we speak in a language we all understand. In melodies. This is for. It is fucking amazing to me that this was the last song to be cut off the album. Like they were like. Do we keep way of the heart or like live well? Like what is it like? But I mean, this should have been the first cut you made. The Kev song they kept was just him smashing all his other songs together. What was that song? Uh, Human Dynamo. Oh, (laughs) internal. Like that was the one that just made. Or yeah, internal Dynamo just made the fucking cut. That one. Yeah, which is at least more interesting than this song. But also, you loved Big Backyard. I did not. My fucking son loves Big Backyard. Wild that he just randomly he started. He started singing it. To, uh, that's my punishment, I guess. Is that my son? Because I don't think he's fucking heard it. Sure. He well, ha- maybe he has. I think this is one of those like movie things where he starts singing. You're like, where have you heard that? And he says, from you. And you say, I've never said. But then we get a flashback where like that's your unconscious thing is that you constantly <laughs> sing. Ever wanted was a big <laughs> I can see you making food and singing Big Backyard to yourself quietly. With buffalo girls in a big old car. <laughs> Smashed up TVs in my mushroom garden. Butterfly sanctuary too. <laughs> that's it's true because you. That's the perfect rhyme scheme where it's not really even a rhyme scheme <laughs> yes. because I think that's kind of what Kev does here. Um, I mean, he does rhyme, but he just uses the same word. Yeah, I, I kind of wish this song had been around when I did my bottom five BNL tracks. <laughs> that would have been a, a nice one to put on there. I think. I mean, did I? The thing is. I don't like Way of the Heart. I think it's a terrible song. Uh-huh. And I also think Big Backyard's a terrible song. And I'm like, which one would I rather have on the album? And I have to say Big Backyard. Of course. Even though I hate it. Big Backyard has a little bit of energy. It's got a fun... It's got hand claps. This one does have an accordion. 
Yeah, yeah, I did like the accordion. The accordion is nice, I gotta say. Yeah, um, that is always a saving grace in all of Kev's songs. If it's got banjo, if it's got accordion, I'm into that. I mean, this could have been an ending track. Like, Internal Dynamo was pretty peppy for an ending track. I think Internal Dynamo did fine. But if you're going to put this on the album, if you're going to put this on Detour de Force, <laughs> um, <laughs> you put it at the end, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's like, all right, guys, time to time to leave the party. All right, you guys want to... All right, well, it's good to see you. I'm going to crawl out through the dog door on my hands and knees, please, <laughs> like a worm. I feel like I always... Yeah, when I resequence this, I put National Park last, another Kev song, because it's another song... I want to go to the National, National Park. Park. I want to go there when it's dark. Baby. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Maybe. <laughs> Because it's another song. I always feel like the last song of the album should repeat the same words <laughs> a no, over and over and over and over and over until I'm completely fucking sick of them. Um, Why is this track 83 minutes long? <laughs> Show us all the way. This fills an entire... <laughs> Show us all the way. Uh, I felt like this could have been... Do you know how movie trailers take a song and they'll do like the gloomy like minor key slow version. This could have been like a 70s children's theme song and this is the movie trailer gloomy version of like <laughs> show you the way of the heart. <laughs> like I remember watching Way of the Heart and boy this reboot is fucking dark, man, the version they're doing of it. But yeah, you're right. Every rhyme in here is absolutely facile. I did even put in my notes that it sounds improvised in its simplicity and repetition. Like I kind of do wonder. It was like he like sat down at the fucking piano and started making something up and then like realized he had a song kind of. And then, realized like, he had him, been like, recording for a while. I can see him getting <laughs> happy. He's like, show us all the way. <laughs> <laughs> like just repeats it and they're like, like Ed's just sitting there like, come on, Kev. Like making like the, the roll point. it up move and he's like, another piano solo. That's what I'll do here. <laughs> He was like nodding and smiling at all the other ladies, and they were like shrugging, like, What? Is this? this is nothing. This is still nothing, Kev. We'll make it a B side. Oh, good. <laughs> Yippee. I love bees. Uh, this has a lot of potential. Like, I feel like the opening of it could lead into something more bombastic. Like, those first three seconds of piano, like, had they been like the intro to some sort of like big, huge, like, Falling for the first time sort of song. I don't know. I, I guess I'm saying if this song were a different song after the first three seconds before we kick into the first boring ass 60 BPM stanza or whatever the <laughs> fuck we have going on here. Uh, yeah, dude. He talks about the way of the heart a lot without actually saying anything about it. Yeah. I never was clear what the fucking way of the heart was. Well, if you don't know, that's just because you're using the way of the mind, which oh. can be... As we're told, cruel and unkind. <laughs> sure, absolutely. The way of the mind is fine most of the time But often you'll find can be cruel and unkind You'll find And he gets kind of specific at the end, but not about the way of the heart. He's like, there's a park... Where I go to, and like there's names. Yeah, well, they're inside, inside of heart. a heart. Yeah, in a park. Just to let us know, okay? And when we're gone, level them up. Yeah. There are names in the park from so long ago. They're inside of a heart, just to let us know that love will live on. Memory, though we are gone, that's one way of the heart. 
until the people who loved us are also gone, and then nothing will exist. <laughs> oh, it's true. Your name will be forgotten to the history yeah. of the mists of time. Uh, Maybe yeah. your name. What? Maybe your name. You think Evan Dick- the, For the atrocities the- I'm going to commit, yeah. Evan Dick. I mean, there's a couple ways you can be remembered. Sure. The, easy, the, the hard way is to be like famous for good stuff, because you sure. have to work hard. and do, you know, But the easy way is to do lots of bad, like real yeah, bad stuff. That's true. Never going to forget Ted Bundy. Yeah, I mean, like Maya Angelou, forgotten. Yeah. Vladimir Putin, <laughs> remembered forever. He'll be here forever. <laughs> forever. God damn, that's true. Who was the anti-Hitler? Nobody knows, but everybody remembers. Who was the anti-Hitler? <laughs> I assume for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, yeah. There's just somebody starting a uh, opposite Nazi movement, uh-huh. an anarchist movement uh-huh. in the opposite of Germany, which is, what's in the, the Atlantic Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I want to listen to you, but now I'm too busy trying to think of... Turning that globe in your head? Rel- Relty... <laughs> Flo- Flota. <laughs> I'm Relty Flota. Good to meet you. I come from the Pacific Ocean. It's this Maori it's like man. People who, uh, people who like bought uh, um, an oil derrick and then like named themselves a sovereign citizen, like <laughs> Sea Land or something, yeah. and they like make their money selling like citizenships. Like you could you can own one square foot of Sea Land or something. <laughs> That's the anti-Hitler. I guess the guy who owns Sea Land. Pure capitalism. <laughs> They've never been at war. That's pretty good. All right. Um, honestly, though. There's not a whole lot to talk about in regards to Way of the Heart. And yet we managed to. We did, didn't we? We did a, we have my, a uh, good my, my lyric notes are. My, I, have, I have a couple notes on the song, and then my lyric notes are bullet point. Fucking worthless. <laughs> That's the only note I have on the lyrics. I, you know what? Another thing I actually enjoy about this song is there's a weird, like, ghostly chanting that persists for the entirety <laughs> of the song. This when the angels break into the, uh, the diner. Be, this is after the angels, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Besides that, this is a nothing of a song. How are we doing this episode? How are we doing this episode? Are we going to rate the... Do we do the separately? Right now? Yeah, we have to. Okay. We can't rate them together. Well, I was going to think... I was thinking like... Unless we're Two-Face. Are we Two-Face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> are you and I Two-Face? <laughs> that could be. <gasps> Evan, on one side, take her on the other. Can you imagine oh. the handsome man that would produce? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Pete. <laughs> I don't think our heads would match up. I got no, a big head. You got I, an average size head. There would also be like maybe three inches where your brain was slipping out <laughs> along the top, which is kind of a bummer. Actually, when you put two people together, mm-hmm. do you measure them? Do you stitch them from the tops of their heads or from the bottom of their feet? Ooh. I, you got to go by the top of the head. Okay, so no brain slips. Brain's out. way more important than uh, like foot foots. I guess. I mean, blood's you're gonna die immediately <laughs> yeah. either way. You're stitching someone together. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you could put like a spacer in there. Like if we stitch it together, because I'm like four inches taller than you, three inches taller than you. Right. So like you just get like three inches of somebody else's body shoved into like your midsection okay. to like give you give you a little bit more. Heft. Oh, interesting. Okay. Or they could just do it right at my inseam where, you know, yeah. we could... Yeah. God, do they stitch our, our dicks together? <laughs> yeah, they do. Wow, so we have a half enormous, half tiny. I'm not going to say who's who. <laughs> uh, and both are fine, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're you have a big happy. dick or a small dick, we accept you. We're happy with who we are. Yeah. It's not the size yeah, of we're not, <laughs> It's not the length of the song, but the interest of the thong. Yeah, you know what Cab's I'm... got a huge song, but did he use it well? He did <laughs> no. not. Four minutes of nothing. We're giving you four minutes, Kev. He's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I hadn't prepared anything. And he like puts down his fucking blank sheet of music. He's like, show me the way of the heart. <laughs> I love your Kev face. You kind of like curl up. Show 
Show me the way. It's good. Uh, listen, there's a lot of visual content. A lot of yeah, fun yeah, for this yeah. episode. So, I mean, this was a Detour de Force song, right? So it would have, I mean, technically had a game show associated with it. Oh, shit. Did you do that for these? I mean, you kind of have to, right? I mean, oh, my God. This would be the 2003 to current uh, smash hit The Bachelor. Oh, boy. Sure. <laughs> the Way of the Heart, as you know. It, m- many spinoffs. The, uh, also, uh, as you well know, Bachelorette. Uh-huh. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor Ped. Yeah, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor After Bachelor Paradise. After, Bachelor yes. colon Winter Games. Oh. Bachelor colon Summer Games. <laughs> Bachelor colon Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelorette Canada. Oh, my God. Yeah. All of that stuff. Wow. Wait, the Bachelorette Canada? The Bachelor never made it up No, he never made it. The Bachelorette did? No. Interesting. All right, tell me about The Bachelor. It's a, ga- it's a dating game show where a man or woman, depending on the show. Right. Uh, the, or the, not, a, the, not the, a man or woman. Not a, uh, like, the king of bedside man or the queen of bedside man. A man or woman. Okay, a man or woman. No, a uh, man or, or a woman. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, depending on whether it's the, the, the eponymous bachelor or bachelorette. Sure. Uh, gets to... Uh, Live in a house. Wow. 24 potential, <laughs> potential suitors or suitresses. Uh-huh. That's correct. And uh, basically winnow them down till you get two of them. And you get to marry one if you want. Is it really? I thought you just like were in a relationship. You with are in, yeah, in a relationship. But like I think there are, I think four marriages have come out of The Bachelor and two of them are still ongoing. Wow. And there's a couple, ch- there's a couple times where... They were in a relationship. They picked one of the ladies or men, and then were like, "Ah, fucked up." And then they went and married the other one. It was like really? that happened like one, once or twice. Yeah. Oh, bizarre. Are you yeah. counting those in the marriages that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Even though that wasn't yeah. the canonical ending yeah. of the show. So yeah, the the uh, rose ceremony is the big thing where sure. um, the bachelor or bachelorette gives a rose to their suitors, and um, you can and you, you sort of like. Uh, get them get them down to uh, they go on dates and stuff and there's always a cocktail party or something where you have like small talk with them Fun. at the beginning um, the, I've never seen The Bachelor the only thing I've seen is that Nathan For You sketch where he does a like so good. weirdo bachelor yeah. thing. I need to rewatch that whole series <sighs> it's incredible I just want to let, let it live in my memory because it makes me so uncomfortable to watch Ugh, one of my top fives of all time it's a great show yeah it's a great show Absolutely. but I can't can't stand it wow you're the one who introduced me to it i know i don't like cringe humor is the thing i can't imagine you love you have to love cringe humor you love tom tim and eric you love right but that's different because i mean tim and eric aren't doing it to real people yeah you're right it's it's a they are subject these people don't know that they're funny they're, they think they're funny for the wrong reasons. David Liebhardt mm-hmm. is not understanding. Hey, I'm going to see, uh, by the way, Nathan Hamber- or uh, Neil Hamburger on Tuesday. Congratulations. It's very exciting. Yeah. Just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> okay, bye. Appreciate. <laughs> okay, bye, Saker. See you later. Uh, okay, so Bachelor. Bachelor. So um, basically, it's come under a lot of fire recently because the creator, Mike Fleiss, has gone on 2020 and said basically it's all scripted. Like they. Really? They, uh, I mean, it's not all. I mean, they, they basically they get real people, but then they like. Like the, every season needs a villain. Every season needs X, Y, and Z. Sure, and it's every like I know, but it, it's more scripted than they're letting on. And there's like, um, there was some tape released where there was like two producers talking about an interview they were going to do and how they were going to bully the contestant into doing like. And the, the contestants like, yeah, you, you call them names. You like tell them they have to say something. Oh my like, god! And they'll like edit stuff together, like get a reaction shot from somebody, then edit them reacting to a thing that they never reacted to. Wow! Stuff like, yeah, you know, it's it's a reality show, oh, right? Sure. They're trying to make it as as dramatic as possible. Uh, the Bachelor Nation for the Bachelor Nation. That sounds a lot like the way of the brain, if I'm being honest. That's right. It's okay. not the way of the heart. It's the way of the brain. It's cruel. And I think if they just understood that. You know, they just need to follow the way of the heart. They yeah. would, it would have been Be canceled after happier. one season. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, they basically uh, eliminate women on dates. The bachelor can give roses pretty much any time. Uh, they spend their first week in a Villa Divina. Ooh. In a, uh, oh, is that a eight, wine house? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> $8.75 million mansion in Agora Heights, California. Cool. And then they go to, like, uh, they spend the last the, the last part of the show traveling to exotic locales. And then uh, you can go on a date with The Bachelor, and um, if he likes you or she likes you, you he gives, they give you a key to the fantasy suite. Oh, that's where you fuck. Yeah, yeah no cameras. Right, yes. You okay. could fuck or you could just talk or you do like yeah, couples massage. talking in the fantasy suite. <laughs> you know, that's your fantasy. Can you? Can they film the door of the fantasy oh, suite? Oh, they can film the door. Okay. And they do. Okay, good, good. All right. If this, Sometimes- door's, a, if this door's a knocking, don't come rocking 10 unbroken minutes of door footage <laughs> just like okay interesting have you ever watched the bachelor no i sold you i've never watched it i've only watched the nathan for you one. Oh right oh that's right i, I forgot immediately yeah that's okay <laughs> you should you should basically so yeah uh, as you can see the bachelor is the way of the heart but it's actually the way of the brain wow okay you figured you put it out together so this is what he would have written it about i mean he also i think it could it could be also be the newlywed game this is what he would have written it about, or this is what he did. Write he did it write about? it about, but if it was on the album, it would be canonical. But oh, it's not. I, no, this I is see. just we're just we're just speculating As here. It is all and I think, I mean, is Joe Camel on The Bachelor. Yeah. He, I think he fucks everybody. Yeah, a lot of fantasy suites. All Hands the time. on a lot of roses. I mean, he he. Can you take your time? Is there a time limit on The Bachelor? Yeah. Okay. There is. <laughs> you have to, you like have to eliminate somebody like every episode or multiple people even. He would just live in a eight and a half million dollar mansion. Well, he would he would probably have sex with somebody and then immediately eliminate them. That's how he's right. He's, he's all about the chase, Joe Camel. So it would be him. It would be a, a serial serial monogamy as he as he uh, or you know he could probably be into like four or five at a time. Sure. Especially in the when there's like twenty four or twenty five. Probably some polyam people yeah. on the uh, yeah exactly. The Bachelor. Maybe. I don't know. They didn't have a black person on it until like season 13. Yee! Yeah, they got under a lot of fire for that. Has there ever been a queer bachelor? I don't think so. Okay. At least it wasn't mentioned, so okay. I'm guessing no. I wonder. I wonder why. That feels like Probably because it would... it's racist and sexist. No, uh, okay, fair enough. But I feel like people would watch that. I don't oh, yeah, know. They, it got uh, under fire for like stigmatizing virginity or something like that because everyone's supposed to be kind of a slut. Okay, Men and women sure. on The Bachelor. Yeah. Sure. I think virginity should be stigmatized. I think we should make fun of virgins. <laughs> I mean, ideally, everyone who wants to have sex should be able to have sex. Ideally. Yeah. Yeah, you're That's all right. We need, like sex bots or something. I don't know. Yes, or perhaps sex workers. Get is that what you're? Yeah, I mean, you went straight to eliminating human jobs. You what? fucking capitalist. <laughs> if I can have the sex bot factory, then we can. I mean, eliminate. if you like doing sex work, do it. Sure, right. You gotta, I, but you got to compete with, with the robots. I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so okay. I feel like the hu- a human touch could like a human sex worker is going to be better than a robot. I think at least at this at this period of time. Well, sure, robot. My problem is that they can't control their grip strength, so they just <laughs> they crush. And I'm talking about the human sex work. Yeah, is there a lot of grabbing in your in your sexual fantasies? <laughs> yeah, a lot of like real the, mashing. The squeeze and release is my uh, my that, thing. Uh, ball torture from uh, James Bond, <laughs> Casino Royale, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen hits Daniel Craig's nuts sack. After he puts him in a potty chair. I don't remember that scene at all. So when you texted me just your remembrances of that scene randomly this morning. I don't like the James Bond movies, but for some reason that one in particular, that scene, it just was so fucking bizarre. Like, I'm going to tag your nuts if you don't tell me what I want. (laughs) To be fair, effective. I mean, I would immediately be like, okay, what do you need? I mean, I'm... I, I hope I hope to never be tortured. But if I am, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell them exactly what. I'm not gonna hold any hold out on sure, anything. Sure, I, I'm gonna fold. Do you think it's funny that the acronyms? Yes, I agree. I'm agree without hearing it. All done. 
Okay, so as far as this song is concerned, I would say that, uh, well, as usual, we rate the songs on a, bit of a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked they are, the better. Uh, as usual, Ev, I guess we start with you. I was going to say, do you think it's funny that cock and ball torture and cognitive behavioral therapy have the same acronym? <laughs> But people say, like, my therapist recommended CBT. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> what the? F- you need a new therapist, dude. Uh, okay, sorry. Oh, what, what do you God. rate this song? So I'm sitting at the microphone. Saker asked me what I'm going to rate this song. And I say, um, what kind of clothes would my heart wear if my Heart was a bear. <laughs> You're improvising. Show me the way to dress myself. Self. I want to wear, wear the clothes of an elf. elf. I'm wearing a Santa hat and long. What are those things called? Tights? Jorts. Okay, <laughs> sure. An elf in jorts. <laughs> Sounds like he's elf good at jorts. sports. <laughs> Show me the way to dress myself. Show us all the way to dress ourselves. Show you, can't, you can't dress yourself without elf. Oh, shit. I've never considered that. All right, yeah, so I'm wearing a uh, like one of those little hats with a bell on it. Yeah, but uh, by the way, not a Santa hat. So only Santa wears the Santa hat. Okay, well, what are they then? Elf hat. What's the difference? Santa hat, red, white, no bell. Prize for Santa, kindest <laughs> man. <laughs> Got it, okay. I'm wearing an elf hat. Okay. With a little fringe around it, right? Sure. Green, I'm, I say it's green. It's okay. got the little jingle bell on it. Um, I'm wearing a, I guess, 17 layers of clothes because it's the fucking North Pole. So I'm wearing like a... A little under, I'm a thermal underwear. Okay, underneath I got some under armor. I've got, sure. uh, I've got the shirt on on that, and then a button down over that, and over the button down, I've got a vest, and uh-huh. then over the vest, I've got a jacket. Okay. Um, with buttons on it. Good. And uh, the little tweed, like the the professorial like sleeves, because I like to, I do, I do a lot of work with my hand. I like to rest my hands on the table <laughs> while I'm making the etch a sketches. Sure. I'm the etch a sketch guy. It they come to me for the etch a sketches. Like etch a sketch would sue Santa and the elves for making no. the exact same product that they sell in stores. Well, here. Here's the thing. Santa is grandfathered into every toy. He's wow. big Santa. When you start to, when you get into toy manufacture, you, he, they, he sends some elf, elven leg breakers to come to you and like, like shake you down. We have seen uh fat man with yes. Melt Gibson. Yeah. Famous <laughs> racist Melt Gibson. Famous purveyor of the Melt Bar and Grill. <laughs> Melt Gibson. Gibson. So yeah. And then I'm wearing uh tights is what I was looking for. That's what I said, and you said jorts over me. <laughs> and I'm wearing jorts over the tights. Oh, got it. Okay. And then I'm wearing those shoes that uh, uh, that curl up at the toe, sure. and I've got bells on those as well. Wow. And then I'm wearing a belt over all of it with Ooh. a big buckle. Belt Gibson. Belt Gibson. <laughs> got it. And that's what I'm wearing. That's pretty good. You're pretty bundled up for the North Pole. Yeah. Oh, and a scarf. Okay. And I've got, got a mud, mug of... Oh, gloves? I got mittens. Mittens. Yeah. You don't okay. no gloves, because that you, I don't want fingers. Hard to make the etch-a-sketches with your mittens Well, on. I don't wear them inside. Okay. I wear them when I'm holding my piping hot mug of hot chocolate. Got it. With okay. marshmallows and whipped cream and a little uh, Santa's uh, Miss Claus, who doesn't have a name, by the way. Gross. Ooh. Yeah, great question. Mrs. Claus' first name. She's got to. There's got to be some canonical. I bet it's like name. Jemima or something. It's like something fucking. Margaret. Margaret? Yes. From who said that? Well, that would be in the movie Arthur Christmas. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think she has a name canonically. Chris Kringle was a toy maker who married Jessica. 
What's that from? I don't know. They're all from something. Yeah. So I think that like, I don't think that she has a name because like Santa was made in like the 40s where you were married to a husband and you're like, I am Mrs. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Sure. Oh, like, sure. Yeah. You don't have an identity like of your the, own. My grandma was that. Like, you simply she, have Miss, yeah. Mrs. Jerome Evans. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Did you ever know her, her name? Mm. No, okay. No, she introduced herself as my grandfather's name, even after he died. Were you almost Evan Evans? Yeah. That would have been real well, I mean, cool. If, my mom, if I was born out of wedlock and my mom kept her maiden name. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Uh, okay, cool. Um, hey, are all bells jingle bells by default? De facto? Mm, no. I feel like jingle bells a type of a specific type of bell. Okay. And what exactly is jingle bell rock? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you there. And uh, let you rate this song because we've got a whole other one to do. Great. I know I'd love to tell you all about Jingle Bell Rock. And I wish you would. But I'm going to hold that in my little pocket here. Got you. Um, for you, boy, uh, I would say <laughs> that the way of the heart for me is, uh, you know, something that you think of while your friend is talking, usually. <laughs> and if you don't, then it becomes the way of the brain, which is cruel. My brain is being cruel to me right now. I would say the way of the heart is um, I'm following paths that say, way of the heart, this way. And I find myself... There's no, there's no arrows, though. Right. It just says, way of the heart, this way. And you have to just, you know, follow it with whatever you believe. And what I think is, like, it's led me along this path. It led me into a building. I swear I see the way of the heart into this building. Down these narrow corridors. Narrow lit. corridors. Narrow corridors. <laughs> narrow corridors. Uh, and this is our Christmas episode, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that to you. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm passing down these corridors. And uh, somebody comes and they're like, this, these corridors were meant for you doctor keep getting smaller we're so smaller. glad you're here for the way of the heart and so they they put me in these scrubs and these gloves and a little mask they're mr beaning you and they lead me they say doctor <laughs> doctor we're so happy and uh i'm in this room and i have to there's a patient <laughs> on the so table happy. we're so happy <laughs> and what a fucking scene um and uh, they, they're, they're asking me to, to fix this person and make them better. And you know what? I follow the way of the heart. I just take a scalpel. I start slicing in. I just start pulling things out. I find the bullet this bits in there. This person has too many organs in them. <laughs> Get them out of here. Are these three livers? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I just uh, And you know what? In the end, I get arrested. And the way of the heart becomes a full... Uh, orange jumpsuit that says Department of Corrections, <laughs> Franklin County on it. And you get full facial tattoos. Full facial tattoos. I have a bunch of tears for everyone I've killed in jail. It's everyone you've killed in the operating table. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have a little orange hat. Do they still wear those jaunty little orange hats for I bet you can request jail? one, but I bet doing that makes you a prag. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'd be a huge prag in jail. But you know what? I'd kill anybody who said it. Uh, and uh, that. My understanding of the jail system. <laughs> we'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, Evan. There are some foods you don't like, right? Yeah, tons of them. What food don't you like that you wish you could like? Mushrooms. You wish you could like mushrooms. I 100% wish that I liked mushrooms. I feel like a, I feel like a jag for not liking mushrooms because mushrooms are good and they're ubiquitous too there's mushrooms in a lot of stuff yeah but you do you mind them like ground up and stuff like will you eat like a like i will yes if it's like a risotto or a uh, ravioli i can stomach it then 
But if I have to crunch down on a mushroom and like a piece of pizza? Ugh. Is it just the texture? Perish the Because they taste like nothing. It tastes they like taste dirt. Like nothing. I think maybe the dirt is a flavor. I That's would say. the flavor. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad flavor. And my partner will prepare them in a million ways. And every time, I'll try one because she loves them. Mm -hmm. Can't fucking do it. It's gross. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for my loss too. It's a bummer. What about you? Any uh, items that you wish you could eat? Mm. I feel like we talked about this. No, that was items we could eat. Like rocks. <laughs> oh, sure. Do you wish you could eat rocks? I do. I do wish I could eat rocks. Like, I mean, do you want to eat rocks just for the experience or do you want to like have like nutritional value from the rocks? It might, I mean, my food budget would be insanely cheap. Yeah, if you could just eat rocks and dirt. Yeah, I guess I could eat dirt. I mean, but your food budget could be insanely cheap if you're like, I mean, because you, you could probably feed yourself on $2 a day of like oats and barley <laughs> and like beans. I guess. Would I, would I be balanced? I wonder. Oh, you'd be balanced. <laughs> What's that? You said, that sounded threatening. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't balance me. That's what you get when you confuse your stomach with your way oh. of the heart. God, I long for those days. <laughs> uh, Ev, how about you? Hmm. Let me guess. Okay. Barley. I like barley. Okay. There's really a lot of foods that I, I don't know. I can't really think of anything that Pure I... Pure wheat. I like wheat. Straws of it? I'll chew on a straw wheat. Fucked up, if true. Pine needles? I'll eat pine needles. Yeah. Is hair food? No. <laughs> you can't eat it. <laughs> what if I put hair in a bowl, put a bunch of barbecue well, sauce I mean, on I think, it? Like food is something that you can devour and get nutritional value from, right? Like, because it, you can you can eat a stone, but stone isn't food. I bet there's calories in hair. You have to eat a lot of it. You get like a <laughs> fucking bezoar in your stomach. I'm sure, but then I can eat some rocks to grind it up and push know, it down. Fucking cough it up like a cat, and then <laughs> yeah. an alchemist use it to like cure dropsy. Like, what do you want? What do you want from me? I wish I could eat wedding rings. Okay. <laughs> and then by doing so, you would no longer be married to whoever. So if I ate that ring right off your finger, you'd be you'd be. Why would you do that? You'd be a free man. Why would you? I don't want to be a free man. But Bella. I could do it for you. That's true. I could right. free you if I wanted. It's okay. up to me, not you. That's true. So every moment you. You should thank me for every moment. If you're happy and you're aware of marriage. How did you get it off my finger? I'd eat your finger, too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the whole thing you just right deep throat the whole finger, bite yeah. it off. If I can fit my your finger down my throat, that wing, ring's coming off, my friend. Jesus Christ. That would require, like, because you wouldn't be quick enough. You'd have to be no. strong enough. Yeah. I, I could, I'd do See, what I'd do is um, I'd get you over my house. I'd get you real drunk. And then when you, like, kind of, I'd put on Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time. Thank you. And That uh, is not the subtitle. <laughs> Attack of the Attack of the Shogun. Okay. I don't think it has a subtitle. I don't think it does. Either. And then when you fell asleep midway through Turtles Three, because it is, it should be an interesting movie, but it's not. It's right. a very boring movie. <laughs> um, it is directly up your alley. I know. Yeah, I should love Turtles Three, but yeah. it's just the worst movie. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what you're thinking of? The subtitle for the movie was "The Turtles Are Back." Dot dot dot. In time. Yeah. Okay. That's there pretty we good. Go. Sorry. Continue. So anyway, the Kappa is what they're called back in uh, there. Kappa. What is what? The is Japanese water spirit that looks like a turtle. And oh, oh, it, kappa, yeah. And it eats cucumbers and it'll also kill you by sucking out your, like... But if you can trick it into bowing to you... Yes, yes they're also really good water. sumo wrestlers. But the thing is, they s kill you by sucking all of your entrails out through your butthole. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Which is fun. Like turtles, like the Ninja Turtles. Like the Ninja, Ninja, Ninja Turtles signature too. Yeah. And to all those parent groups complain, that's why you never <laughs> see them do that in the second movie. <laughs> sucking all the Foot Clan's fucking oh, entrails man. out. You know, like, the first movie where they're beating up teenagers. That's a fun one. The whole time. But they're also teenagers, so it's okay. It's not statutory violence. <laughs> statutory violence. Statutory, that's like, if I get into a fist fight with another adult, 
that's bad, right? It's consensual violence, though. Yeah, but like, if I beat up a kid, that they're gonna try me differently, right? I, so yeah. there is a legal uh, definition. They, or is it just assault? Is it assault? There's not like assault on a minor. Maybe there is. There, there has to be because yeah. like I feel like beating up a kid is way worse than beating up another adult. Do you remember when that FBI agent did some statutory assault or, on the on, on Frankie Muniz? <laughs> Frankie Muniz during on the side of Mark Middle. Uh, okay, so what food would you? I eat? told you wedding rings. No, that's not food. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Do you uh, know? You know, I can't really think of any foods. I know. I guess um mustard. I don't like mustard at Good. all. Good. Done. Perfect. Uh, boy, that sounds like a superpower. Being able to eat things that you know that you don't normally like. You don't normally like. <laughs> like, oh no, I don't like pizza. Mm. <laughs> this is my give me a second to change my brain gosh if i were a superhero that would be my power but you know what there's a lot of superheroes on the project derailed network a lot of them live in cape chronicles a masks the new generation podcast that's right set in halcyon city 15 years after the events of fables around the table super cape chronicles is a new masks the new a new generation actual play podcast that follows a brand new team of heroes Game mastered by famous bad rhymer Cliff B and starring an all-star cast from Tales of the Void Fair and Fables Around the Table Seasons Past, Fiona L.F. Kelly as Falcon Girl, Roger Page as Remix, Chelsea Chelsea, I don't I've never known how to say your last name. Risinger as Royale, and Nick Yurisiva as Quasi Raptor. New episodes every first and third Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Quasi Raptor. Quasi Raptor. So he's not a raptor. He's a raptor who can speak and move like a human. So he's got like a voice but box. But quasi means not a raptor. He's, he's like a raptor, but he's not. I guess. So he's not a raptor. I mean, pseudo, but, pseudo raptor. But it looks like a raptor. Well, man, I don't know. I don't know. I got some notes for this <laughs> podcast. I got, a, I got a couple notes. Can we, we should message Nick. So he looks like, it looks like a raptor. Is that even a raptor? It's got a voice modulator box. It's a type of raptor. It's got the, it's got the, uh, looks like a person too. Okay. Well, then it's quasi. Yeah, fair enough. Doesn't quasi mean like partially? Like false. Quasi. I'm quasi interested in what you're saying. That doesn't mean I'm not interested. You're something approaching interest, but not interest. <laughs> is what it is. Like, okay. Maybe it does. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, well, uh, that's a game. <laughs> that's a game. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>back with another review of a different song on it's all been done a better good ladies podcast he's subtle dry and slow it's my co-host saker <laughs> oh shit no i didn't know we were doing this uh, uh i'm gonna rewrite the rules for my co-host saker <laughs> his enthusiasm's fine it's my co-host evan he takes it like a champ it's my co-host saker after they made him they break the mold it's my co-host evan i'll never understand it's my co-host saker let's make it uncomfortable it's my co-host evan Jesus Christ, all stop. Right. I'm making you laugh again. Oh, you all, you never stopped, bud. <laughs> uh, let's do a second song. Ev, this song is called Landed on My Head, and if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. When he landed on my head, I'm gonna land on my head. Did he's landed on his head? Super Dave's landed on his head. <laughs> Classic song. Yeah, it did sound like a classic BNL song. It sounds like it sounds we like are a, back, yeah, baby. Like get in line. Was yes, that, yes. Which another B side, famously. Yes.
<laughs> yes! yes we're so excited about this that was my first note this feels like stunt era ed it's amazing yeah we're listeners it's page. been a month between the our last review and this review it has yeah we we took a month off because we can do that now but, oh between way of the heart yeah we can do whatever the fuck we want yeah we recorded uh way of the heart in february and now it's march and uh i can't wait to see what we do in april <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> um boy oh boy oh boy it's a fine song accordion banjo staccato piano hits like yeah the guitar arpeggios are nice yeah i i was in love with this song i wouldn't say love but i was definitely in like i was in lust with this song (laughs) you were you you, i wanted to fuck and be fucked by this song. sure and then you wouldn't call you wouldn't call it the next day no no i would give it a rose oh Oh, i wouldn't give it a rose you'd bring it to the fantasy suite i'd keep the rose i'd keep the roses all for myself like joe camel would okay right so isn't a rose what like gives you immunity? He yes. has to give roses. He doesn't have to do anything. No one can make Joe Campbell he do just anything. He fucks off. Yeah, well, he's also sleeping with the producer and all the grips. Got it. That's why they call them grips. Because <laughs> they can't control it. <laughs> they call me grip because I never have. Could you mash my balls like Mads Mickelson <laughs> mashed Daniel Craig's balls in? It's so wild that that is a touch point in your memories. Thinking about Mads Mickelson destroying someone's genitalia. <laughs> it was just so fucking bizarre. Why? Oh my god. What choice. Like, there had to be a fucking producer who's like, yeah, I can front five million, but I gotta see some ball torture. <laughs> this is my one request. In fact, not request. I must have it. Was there that one video of Mads Mikkelsen online where he was like, they they um wanted to get, cast him as like Mr. Fantastic or something. So oh. it's like him acting like his arms. It's like, okay, uh, for this scene, your arms are 50 feet long. So act like you have 50 foot long arms. So it's just him going like... <laughs> nope, I can't do this. Goodbye. And he like walks off the fucking set. Is this a skit or is this I don't this... think it's real. I think it's real. They wanted him to be like Mr. Fantastic in a Fantastic Four movie. That's which incredible. I never get the Fantastic Four. I don't know why they keep trying to make Fantastic Four movies. They're not good. They're great. What? They're the, uh, Marvel's first family. What? <laughs> They're bad. You don't like the FF? I don't like superheroes in general, but the Fantastic Four are particularly egregious. Wow. They're classic. They're nothing masters. What, what the fuck are you talking about? They're master of. I don't even know what they do. You know exactly what they do. You can name all four of those. I know. You don't know what the human torch does. You don't know what the invisible woman does. (laughs) Take a guess. Yeah, I think think you're proving my point. What? That they were made in the 40s or whatever? Yeah, they're horrible. (laughs) What else was made in the 40s? You don't like sliced bread? They need a gritty update. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's what this new Fantastic Four movie will be. Oh, there is a new one coming out? I mean, like, it's like slated for 2024, but yeah. Nice. Sorry. No. Nice. <laughs> oh, I finally just... want to see the thing. That we're finally get to see the thing's dick. I'm so fucking to see if it's one big rock or a <laughs> lot of little, little rocks. rocks all stacked up. I have been just on the edge of my seat for a long. I've been. He's edging. got a bulge down there. You know he does. I can't wait to see Mads Mikkelsen as Doctor <laughs> Doom destroy Ben Grimm's fucking rock dick. <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen would make a pretty good Doctor Doom. Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Uh, boy, oh boy, this is, yeah, you're right. I also, I am in love with this song, but it is a fleeting love that is, it's a very honeymoon type of love. Uh-huh. Because the more I listened to it, the first time I listened to it, I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah. we're back in stunt. And like, then the more I listened to it, I was like, they need to let the chorus breathe for a second before they jump right back into the second verse. And like, well, here's the thing. I feel like soundtrack songs are a different animal than album songs, right? How so? Because a soundtrack song is meant to be heard like once. Like as you watch the Super Dave documentary, you feel, oh, 
real sad he died of cancer. And then they play this song about right. Super Dave, and it makes you a little bit maudlin because they're like going through his little life, and then you're done. You're done with the thing. You're not going to download the fucking song from iTunes, right? Oh, I want this fucking, I want this, I want the song that played over the credits in blank check. I don't know. You don't have the Adams Family rap on your playlist? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't have the Adams Family? <laughs> okay. But that's the exception that proves the rule. Oh, is it? Okay. Adam Family. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, I don't man. know. There's a lot when of good... I die, and I will. I hope you and do. And you're still alive. I could you please do a expository rap about my life in the style of like an '80s? Thing? Sure. I'll put it in my will, and okay. I will see that you are rewarded handsomely. What rhymes with Dickin? He had a life that was rad and kicking. <laughs> <laughs> see, it's it writes itself. Basically. Shit. But yeah, could you do that for me? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm already composing it in my head. When they get to the f- part of the funeral where they're like, uh, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace, is that <laughs> the airing of grievances? Sorry, does anybody have an aux cable from MP3 player? <laughs> I need a background beat for this. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a good beatbox. I gotta move my whole, move here gotta move my whole body when I do it. Um, but uh, what the fuck? Where did we, how did we get here? Oh, right, soundtracks. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, so I feel like soundtrack songs are... I mean, they're probably not, but I feel they have a different ambiance for me. I guess. Uh, a store for lovers, if you know what I mean. I guess. <laughs> this is a very Columbus reference. I think it's actually Youngstown ambiance, oh, a store it? for lovers. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forgot. There's one sex store in our small ambiance, r- which is a great name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's just a lot of, I feel like this song is so jangly and fun mm-hmm. that it excuses a lot of the sloppiness of it because yes. the sloppiness feels like it's baked into the pie. Like it's supposed to be kind of like whimsical and fun and like if it's a little sloppy, hey, if they maybe they break the moat, like that line sucks. Yeah, he like really crams it in and it feels very first draft. Ed, but Ed's word stacking, man. That's, he, just, that's traditional Ed. That's what he does best. Yeah. Um, but man, there's just a lot of shit going on here. And then uh, like he wants to like talk through a megaphone through for one of the verses. I love a low pass I filter. Do that. I liked it. Give I, it to me. You don't want to do the whole song in that, but yeah, yeah, do a verse. Do a Man. verse or two. Yes, absolutely. Wake me up when we land. I'll never understand. Man, it can get so dull. Let's make it uncomfortable. Line. Boy, our producer for the new 2D6 album put a low-pass filter on one of my verses for the thing, and it sounds... I always wanted to yell through a megaphone. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I always wanted to take the microphone, move it 50 feet away, get a megaphone, take 10 <laughs> steps away from the microphone, and then yell at the microphone. Exactly. That's the way to do it. Uh, money for nothing, checks for free. That ain't working. Uh, um, the, let's, lyrically, let's talk lyrically about okay. this. Right? There's not a whole lot to say. This yeah. is kind of a... Is it about Super Dave Osborne? Is it like just the life of a, a performer? You know, I think it could go either way until Ed starts fucking shoehorning references into here. It's and like they, they read like the Super Dave Wikipedia page. Exactly. You guys are Canadian, right? He's a Canadian comic. <laughs> could you? Uh... Yeah, boy, oh boy. He really does. I think I even, I, I put that, he read the Wikipedia page in here. Like it's, he could have written a beautiful song that just like characterized the daredevil from afar, but he could not resist like being on the nose. They stick out like a sore thumb, like that whole, like, um, what it, enthusiasm. Oh, uh, yeah. I brought the funk just in time. Enthusiasm's fine. Like that sucks. You wish he said fine. Yes. Because then it would rhyme and I want it to be <laughs> that fine. <also>. Oh. <laughs> I brought the funk just in time 
Enthusiasm's fine, consider yourself told After they made me, they broke the mold We should allow uh, songwriters and poets to mince words Yeah, I would like that Yeah I would like that a lot <laughs> um, When I, you do my rap, you can make up words to rap Okay, his name is Evan Dickin You know he is a Grickin <laughs> Here you go um, But do it in the style of Beastie Boys, please <laughs> Okay Yes, my dude's name is Evan. Now that he's dead, I hope he's in heaven. People will be able to guess that, yeah. and everybody will sing along. Oh yeah, hand claps, put him in there. Oh, it'll be so good. Oh, I got, I got a mariachi band. I, and, thought, uh, I thought the broke the mold lyric was so sloppy. I was like, oh, this is a reference to something, but I could not find it anywhere. I think it's just a sloppy, weird line. Well, it's like when they braid you, made you, they broke the mold. It's like a, a idiot. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the intention is like, you're so perfect that. You know, you, no, I understand that but, it's but a phrase. The, he, he pivots it because he says after they made him, they broke the mold because they didn't want it. Basically, they're saying they didn't want any more of him is uh, what, how I read it. Oh, oh, interesting. So I it's like I made 100 that. Super Daves. Uh, this one's fucked up. We're not going to make any more. Okay. Cancel the production line, Santa. I see. It's well, how you, I thought of it. Yeah. No, because I, I was thinking there's so many more elegant ways like they made me then broke the mold. Like that would rhyme. But he tries to word stack so hard. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's an interesting way to put it. I like that. Um, is the ending scary to you? Um, which part? The part where it's like... Duh, duh, where duh, says I'm making meep. <laughs> it's just so fucking loud. When it goes, meep. Did you not hear the meep? I don't remember that part. Landed on my head. How I landed on my head. It's so jarring. It's like a Vincent Price laugh at the end. of It made me scared every time. I guess, and I looked into it, this is a Super Dave lore thing. Oh. Which is like, whenever he would swear, it would put a car horn sound in. And it uh. sort of sounded like that meep that is in the song. It's very... You don't remember this? You're a big fan of Super Dave? No, I'm, I'm talking about the song. You oh, this no, song? I have no memory of that. Oh, no, weird. Okay. I'm sure it's in there. Yeah, it is. Uh, I wouldn't. You wouldn't come onto this podcast and just lie to my face about something. Of course not. You are such a gricken to believe <laughs> that. Um, yeah. Uh, accordion solo, kick ass. That's nice. Every piano solo also good. A great. Yeah, it's a Kev explosion. He just needs a little yeah. energy behind. And I can song. hear him like I, when they when the harms came in. I don't know why, but I could hear Kev fronted in the harmonies. Like I could hear his like. Interesting. Uh, like, hell no. <laughs> and he just screams as hard as he can. Yeah, it's confusing because you can hear Kev high in the harmony say heck no which they should have just removed i think he was scared to say he double hockey he's kept saying oh no oh no <laughs> hell no i'm not asking for exemptions seems though i song were like 10 or 20 beats per minute faster Oh, you wish it were at 1.25 speed? Oh my god, I did not consider that that's what I was saying until right now. Did you listen to the song? No, I didn't do that. I totally forgot that's a thing I do. Yeah, it could be good. Do you want to listen to it right now? Yeah, let's do that. Speed? Okay. Hell no, I'm not asking for exemptions. Seems though I may have messed with your conventions. Let go, maybe we won't need to mention how I landed on my head. Yeah, that's way better. Listeners, you need to listen to this song on one point. We're improving everything the Brennigan ladies do. One point. They should hire us as producers on the next album. All right, lay down all your tracks. You done? All right, speed them up. 
Oh, sorry, you thought you had a 40-minute album? Is it suddenly a 25-minute yeah, album? You want to add two more songs? Because yeah. we're going to need them. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, that, that kicks ass. That is the perfect <laughs> speed that they needed to have this song at. My, my old fingers can't play the piano that fast. <laughs> Maybe that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if Kev plays faster than like 60 beats per minute, he... He'll snap his little the cracking <laughs> of the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if Ed's tongue can't do it either. I think Ed's tongue can do anything. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you bet. Uh, boy, I can't wait to go to that concert in July down in Riverbend. Man, I keep forgetting that we're doing that, and Are I you keep sad? getting saddened all over. No, I'm excited to go to Trader uh, Jungle Gyms yeah. and the aquarium. We gotta have a fun. We'll go to a rooftop uh, bar and have a little drink. Sure. Okay. All that's everything around the concert sounds great. Great. I'm Perfect. excited. Okay. Wonderful. Um, yeah. I don't know. I love the victoriousness of the hell no in the chorus. Um, that's it, man. This is just a fun song. What did you have to say about this song? I said it all. That's it. <laughs> well, you didn't tell me what game show it's like. Well, yeah. I mean, we can talk about Super Dave a little bit. Do you do you remember Super Dave at all? I do. I watched a lot of his like. What, did he have a Saturday morning? He had a cartoon show, show in like the the early '90s, and that's all. That's the only thing I remember him. That's from. what I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was on like Fox or something. Yeah, that is my memory yeah. of Super Dave. Yep. That's it. I'm done. Okay, cool. Tell me a little more about it. I don't know. Any, I mean, he's a comedian who was apparently really big in the comedy circles. Like in he was Canada, like yeah, yeah, friends with like Jay, not Jay Leno. Who's the other guy? Dave Letterman. Dave Letterman. Yes. Really? Yeah, he was friends with Dave Letterman, Steve Martin. Like he was, he did like the all the comedy shit. For yeah. uh, the Canadian, like there's like a bunch of Canadian sketch comedy shows he was in. I mean, he's a famous for a joke, a joke stunt man because he didn't yeah. really do stunts. Like he would replace his bot. Like he's like, okay, yeah. you're gonna run him over with a car. Here it comes, and then like you you just cut away and you'd see like a mannequin, the shittiest ragdoll, yeah, hit yeah. by a car. Like, oh my body. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he, would, he would voice over like Bob so, Saget style. <laughs> is it just me? It probably is, but like older comedy isn't funny. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, watching some clips from Super Dave online, I was like, I, was like, okay. I can see why this would be funny to people who didn't understand what humor Primitive is. Primitive people, <laughs> yeah. Like, and I like to, I would, I'd like to say that like humor is evolving, just like I think music is evolving, but like it's not. It's just changing, and and I'm tuned to a certain type of humor that right. didn't like, but it just doesn't seem funny. Right? No, I'm with but you. But also, they were figuring what's they're figuring funny stuff out before. But it's also, like you know, like performance pianists like when you look at like a, a piano solo or something like that from you know the 50s or 40s they they sound really shitty yeah because they didn't have all the training techniques and all the things they're like making fucking mistakes and shit like the person who's like is the gold standard of piano right and nowadays like you that person wouldn't even get on the fucking team right the piano team the piano team wouldn't <laughs> make jv piano team <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> but you were about to say something i'm sorry um uh i forgot well i think it was also meant for kids and we're not kids anymore i bet if you showed that to luke he would be like, haha, that man got hit by a wrecking That's ball. Fair. That's, That's fair. funny, That's right? Fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, so you're right. It's a different time, but it's also a different age. Um, I'll tell you what, I actually take it back because um, Dave Osborne was... Dave um, Einstein. Or Dave Einstein was... Um, uh, Curb your enthusiasm. Middleman on uh, Arrested Development, oh. which is a role that I loved him in. And I did not even connect him to that cartoon I watched as a child until I did some research. Um, he's when uh, when uh, George Senior gets arrested. He sa- he sends he sends a guy to be in his place in the meetings, and he wears like the hat that says like uh, whatever it says like middleman or something. Uh, and he's he's the middleman in between George and the family. Oh. But it's just it's it's Dave Einstein who's uh, doing it. It's very funny. Okay, wait, Bob Einstein, Dave Osborne, Bob Einstein, Dave Osborne. Yes, we got, got it. There. 
Um, did Bob Einstein ever do a game show? He didn't. But Kevin, not Kevin, Ed obviously wrote this about. I, you'd want to say Fear Factor. Yeah, but I think that's I why. I think, that. I think that's why this got cut because it was so similar to a show they'd already picked. Right. This is about Dog Eat Dog, which is a short-run Fear Factor-esque clone. Okay. Uh, that ran from June of '02 to August of '03, where you just had to eat dogs. It was who just could eat, eat, who could eat the most. Well, dogs. they just put a bunch of dogs into a thing. It was real messy and, sounds, and horrible. Yeah. And it just they didn't feed them, and then really awesome. they just leave awesome. them alone for like six months. Cool. Okay. And, no, 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 it was a. Uh, oh no. Okay, that was a lie. No, Interesting. No, no, no. It was a, a game show hosted by Brooke Burns, who was a played a bit part on Baywatch. Cool. She was also in a couple, um, like Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. She was also in a couple, uh, not sitcoms. What are the things? Soap operas. Okay, you were doing math in your head. I had to. She was also one of the girls in Shallow Howl. The, oh yeah, uh, Jack Black vehicle. Sure, of course. Which and I don't think probably wouldn't stand up today either. Oh God, no, no. It's fat phobic as fuck. Yeah, I, guess I mean, not. actually, it would stand up because I mean, fat phobia is not really nobody gives a shit about it, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, what <laughs> about? Paltrow would never be in it. She's too goopy. Yep. So anyway, uh, six contestants spend a day at a training camp. Not sure what they do there, but it just said they spend a day at a training camp. Uh-huh. Then they go to this physical challenge place where Brooke. Um, so they basically, she says the she says the challenge like catwalk, and they're like they get to vote collectively on which one of them should do it. Uh huh. And uh, so catwalk is you have to walk across a high balance beam in uh, stiletto heels. Oh boy. And. Uh, if the person succeeds, they get to one of the people who vote for them. They get to throw them in the dog pound, which means they're out. And if they fail, they go in the dog pound. Oh. So it's kind of like a—I wouldn't call it secret deduction. It's like a, a survivor, survivor style game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're trying to like form alliances and vote people out, but wow. not—but you, you're trying to vote for someone who you think is going to fail. So it's Fear Factor and Survivor in one show. That sounds fun. Yeah. And um, so yeah, uh, then uh, the last person gets to answer questions. But he go, they go one-on-one with the people in the... So it's like, they'll say, like, this topic is music. And then they pick which one of the people in the dog pound uh, they think is the oh, stupidest music person. Sure. And so they have to beat... Uh, they have to get... The first, the first... So the five people go one-on-one with the winner. Yeah. And if the winner gets three points first, then they get $25,000. And if the dog pound gets three points, then the winner loses and they split, I guess, $25,000. So they get cool. 5000 each or something like that. Wow. But the... Um, the um, Tests are pretty pretty fun. They're they're a lot less brutal than the Fear Factor ones, like the walking on the stiletto heels. There's one where like you have to they take a celebrity picture and they fuck it up and you have to guess who the celebrity is. Oh, so cool! Um, so very game showy. Yeah, yeah. There's a a, a a ladder wheel where it's like a ladder that's in a complete wheel and you have to climb all the way around it and get like flags. That sounds awesome. Uh, there's one where you have to climb. They like have this island like a little volcano island and it's like spewing shit and you have to climb to the top and get the flag from the volcano. Okay. There's one where you have to, um, they take a child, you, you play basically a, a, a trivia show, with, but it's you versus a child prodigy. Okay. It's <laughs> so like some incredible. kid with like 160 IQ is like, they're asking like science questions. I or something. love that. Um, there's one where you are answering trivia on a treadmill that's going progressively faster. Nice. Um, oh, these all sound so fun. There's one called tear factor. Uh-huh. Where you have 60 seconds to make yourself cry incredible and the people in the dog pound are allowed to say mean things to you to make you cry that's incredible uh there's one pandora's box where you have to get flags and then swim down like 12 feet and put them in a box underwater oh, cool. and that's the one actually a guy got the one of the show got canceled because a guy swam down and then lost consciousness and suffered brain damage so he sued the show holy shit so, oh my god yeah. 
Um, there's fish throwing, where two professional fish throwers throw fish at you. Okay. Fish whoever catches the most fish. That sounds fun. <laughs> Pike's Pike, Pike's Market. What is it called? Fish. It's called uh, yeah, fish, but fish what is that place where people throw fish all the time in Seattle? You don't know what it's called. Okay, never mind. Pike's Place. There's Vomit Comet where you're riding a roller coaster <laughs> and you have to answer trivia questions. Okay, these all sound really fun. Oh, no, there's, it's, you don't have to answer trivia questions. They, they'll they say a sentence and you have to calculate how many vowels were in the sentence in a certain set of time while you're, wow. ride, while you're riding a roller coaster. That's amazing. Cool. So, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, these, they're, they're pretty fun. Sounds like a fun show. Yeah, it just uh, didn't really sort of guess find an audience. And yeah. Then, then, well, it, then it got also, sued. Yeah, it got sued in the Stone Age, so, yeah, for sure. So I think Joe Camel would not would do particular. He would do okay, right? I don't think he would do great on this show, because I don't think Joe Camel's a trivia guy. No, it seems like there's a lot of trivia to it. So yeah, yeah you're right. How is this? Sh- how is the uh, it like landed on my head? Oh shit! No, because <laughs> they're doing fucking physical stunts and it can't be okay. Fear Factor. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Because you already used that one, sure. Yeah, they they already used. used that excuse one. me, sorry. Uh, so enthusiasm's yeah. fine. So I guess Joe Camel. I don't know. Yeah, he would get eliminated partway through. I think he's so cool that they would want to eliminate him first, right? Because he's got a lot of charisma. So it's either... Maybe he makes some alliances. Because this is partway Survivor, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he really is smart enough to have that sort of game theory. So you think Joe Camel can definitely make himself cry on command? Joe Camel has never cried in his life. But he can make himself cry if he wants to. They're not real tears. You know that. You know that he's not... He's like he just looks angry. Yeah, he's yeah. just he just <laughs> squeezes a single fucking tear. He doesn't take his sunglasses off the whole Christ. fucking time. You just see one, but it's one. a brown tear made of pure tobacco. <laughs> Good lord, chew, chew, chew tear. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't think he would win. Yeah. I, but I don't think he would lose spectacularly. I think it's he's somewhere in the middle of the pack on this one. Yeah, I don't think he likes because a lot of the stuff would make you look stupid while you're doing it. Yeah, and he and wouldn't, he wouldn't he that. wouldn't go for that. Yeah, that's true. Um, they'd be like, all right, I want Joe Camel to do uh, water walk where you have to walk on this balance beam that's over water. It's like, huh, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> I'll get wet. You kidding me? I'll get all my, my smokes yeah, will get wet. I'm wearing a leather jacket, <laughs> jag off. <laughs> like, I wish that they were like, uh, take the piss sort of like they were like catwalk. And then it was just like you had to walk on a bunch of cats or something. <laughs> like it's not the thing that you think it is. That would be fun. <laughs> on a bunch of cats. <laughs> I don't know. Um... All right, Ev. Well, it's oh, time fuck. for you to rate this song. Part two. Uh, rating this is my least favorite Lord part. do. Because you don't have any time to think. Why don't I go first this time? No, I don't. I don't think that'll help me because okay. I'll still be listening to you. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I can't, think and, I can't do two things at once. Yeah, I'm on doing a stunt. Uh, burns off my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I'm wearing a cape and a helmet. That's it. Are you tired of this? I'll be, I'll be done too. Yeah. Uh, I have a super... Nope. I am wearing a big eggshell. No, you're not. You're replaced with a mannequin. Oh, that's right. I forgot. And uh, when I hit the ground, I land on my head and all my clothes fall off <laughs> because they were all tearaway clothes. And I hit the ground with such force that they obviously tear away. Explode off. It's like those people who get hit by a car and their shoes fly off. Yeah, what I want is not tearaway clothes. I want explode away clothes. So like I press a button and then squibs go off and just blow my clothes Incredible. off. Incredible. Yeah, I want explode away clothes that only fall off my body if i'm near an explosion so i want them to sense so like if i'm feeling dangerous that day like i think i might be near an explosion i'm gonna wear my explode always what's the nearest you've been to an explosion boy isn't that a great question <laughs> i don't know probably several miles well, good well 
July 4th. Those are explosions. Oh, yeah. They are explosions. Yeah. You've yeah. Been, so you've been hundreds of yards yeah, away. Hundreds of yards away, I'd say. Probably closer than that. I've probably been a couple hundreds of feet away. Maybe a hundred feet away from people who are lighting off Roman candles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess those are tiny explosions. You know what? I drive my car every day. That's yeah. a bunch of little explosions. explosions. We, we live in an explosion-based economy. Wow. Wait. That's an explosion, <laughs> isn't it? Wow. Incredible. I guess I've been an explosion. Every, every plosive is an explosion. Remember, we're all explosions <laughs> that nature sets off, like July 4th fireworks. Uh, okay, um, I'd say, yeah, underwear. <laughs> and now it's time <laughs> to spin that big wheel. Oh, fuck. Uh, we don't have a, uh, we've never done two in an episode before. All right, we got to oh. do this quick. Let's get through this <laughs> fucking wheel. So we do, wait, hold on. Are we doing one for each song? No, let's do one for both. Okay, one for both. Well, All we'll right. See. We'll see what's going on. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Go home. Describe where the narrator lives. So where Super Dave lives? He, uh, in the ground. He's dead. <laughs> great. Okay. Should we do one? Where does a... Where, oh, we're doing... Okay. Away of the heart now. Okay, great. So... Tonight is the night I fell asleep at the wheel. How do the characters in the song die? Super Dave or the other one? The other one. Way of the heart. I don't know that there are people in it. Yeah, it's kind of... I think a they lot die, of are, They die surrounded by family and then they're remembered? Okay, well like then... that's according to the... Do it for Super Dave. Cancer. He dies of cancer. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm going to roll one until I get one that's applicable for, uh, for both? Way of the Heart. If I had a million dollars, how would this narrator spend a million dollars? The Way of the Heart guy? Yeah, it's, he's doesn't, it's not a guy. Oh, the Way of the Heart person? The well, Way of the Heart thing? Well, no, it's just, I mean, there's not a real narrator. Show us all the way. He would buy uh, greeting cards for everybody in his fucking preschool class. Good. Is <laughs> it preschool? I mean, it has to be. Who would write such a song like? Who would, who, <laughs> who would do such a thing to <laughs> us? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're really going in deep. I don't know why I keep spinning it, but I'll spin it again. Hello City, here we go. The way of the heart is about a municipality or state. Ooh, there's where a, there's and a, why? Which is the heart state? Ohio. Ohio. Okay, so which Ohio municipality is the is, is the, the way, way of the heart? heart? Which is the the heart of Ohio? Columbus. Columbus <laughs> is kind of it's the oh, it's right in the, the center, center, and it's the biggest city, and it's still wow. growing. And do we in Columbus pumping pumping? In vital, out. <laughs> vital, vital fluid of trade and commerce throughout sure. the the mighty capillaries of our state. Do we ever follow the way of the brain in Columbus? No, because we have no fucking public transportation system. We keep doing stupid shit. Yeah, that's true. Because Columbus, uh, specific, unlike other cities which are bounded by suburbs and can't grow, Columbus has a, a has a policy of annexing suburbs. Yeah, like aggressively annexing suburbs so that Columbus cannot stop growing. We yeah. just annex a suburb put another belt around it like <laughs> fuck you worthington eat shit <laughs> grandview yeah. heights like now you're a neighborhood yeah yeah go fuck yourself that's true so we're a huge city we're the biggest city geographically with the shittiest transportation system we have no trains no subways <laughs> just buses motherfucker so we, good luck with that you're right no, no way light, of the, no light rail no way of the brain no way of the brain but is that a way of the heart because we keep growing the heart it, we, an enlarged heart so we're a cancerous heart. Let's merge the two together. <laughs> yes. Okay, good, good. I like that. Uh, can you get heart cancer? Jesus. You have to be able to get it. It moves get, too much. You can get cancer at anything, right? Really? Okay. It moves too much. You can't get cancer on somewhere that moves. <laughs> like your skin. You can get skin cancer. You can get muscle. You get bone cancer. Fuck. Lung cancer. My bones have never Lungs moved. move. Every time you breathe in and out, they move. Fuck. I don't want to get cancer. Buddy. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Brother. We're all going to get cancer. Yes, we are, aren't we? Either... Get cancer or die, or die trying. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Get cancer <laughs> or die trying. 
<laughs> the All turtles right. are back in the hospital. Sick. <laughs> it turns oh, out Jesus that you can't Christ. turn, you can't mutate people. They, they took out a high dose of radiation from the ooze. God, they lived at whatever eighteen. Once they're once they stop getting out of their teens, they're... fucking progeria. Oh Just... God. Uh, Ambo, this is the time in the show when we'd usually answer an email, but we don't have any emails. Good. Email us. You can. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Just because the show proper is over does not mean that we are done talking about the bare naked goddamned ladies. So send us some send us some emails. We I want think it's just bare naked ladies. Oh. Oops. The bare fucking naked goddamn ladies. Um send us an email. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I hope you'll love to hear from us next month. Um, we still have, of course, a snack time coming out later this month. We do. Um, but next month we are going to cover, we're going to do a special thing. We're going to do <laughs> a special episode if it's all been done. In fact, it's called, it's all been Bean. done where we are going to review 1994's, 1997? I think it's 97. 97's Bean. The Mr. Bean movie, the first theatrical Mr. Bean release. Don't watch Mr. Bean on holiday. Don't watch Johnny English. 97. Yep. 97. We are going to have an It's All Bean Done celebration <laughs> next month here on the podcast. And you know, like Rowan Atkinson says, I love walking, crying, and walking, crying, because in the rain, no oh, one can see my tears. Fuck, I forgot that was a Rowan Atkinson quote. <laughs> the famous poet, Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. That's right. There is... Folks, there's fucking precedent. We're not just doing it's all being done because we totally ran out of ideas. It's because we've talked about Rowan Atkinson before, and therefore he's a canonical part of our universe. Um, the fuck? Great. I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. Do you have anything to plug? Oh, shit, plugs. Is my album out? No, it's not. Check back in maybe July. <laughs> Hopefully, when does we'll this come out? Have it by then. It comes out in a few weeks, my friend. Okay. Uh, so it comes out uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the following. Nice. What do you have to plug? You just submitted your draft of uh, the Heart of Iana Zones, right? Heart of Iana Zones. <laughs> and it's going to come out soon? <laughs> Get the pizza. <laughs> Turtles Turtles 4, the Heart of Iana Zones. Okay. Fresh it's going to come money. out in like fucking autumn, so it's a while. Oh, autumn. But hey, my novel just came out in the UK. So oh! So all of my UK listeners. Thomas Bird, if you're listening, go can, grab, grab to, to chase the, the Nimbus. Nimbus. What is it called? You got it in one. Okay, great. No, I've honestly forgotten. See you in one cost. week. No. I am Saker. I'm Evan. And it's been a good, good life. life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It's right. <laughs>